The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. Talk of Champions Extra. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Venom on Twitter. Joining me is Stephen Godfrey at 38 Godfrey on Twitter, national college football reporter for SB Nation. And this Talk of Champions Extra is brought to you by Thomas Chandler of Modern Woodman. Have you ever wondered what you're going to do for retirement or if you're ever going to actually be able to retire? If so, give my friend Thomas Chandler at Modern Woodman a call. He specializes in retirement and investment planning and loves helping people plan for their dream. And Modern Woodman offers anything you could possibly need from mutual funds to employee benefits to college savings plans and even a 1% guaranteed annuity. So give Thomas a call today at 662-296-0186. That's 662-296-0186. And start taking control of your future today with Thomas Chandler of Modern Woodman. Godfrey, what's up, man? How you doing? Hey, man. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? What are you doing for Thanksgiving? I'm staying at home. This is the first time I've been home for Thanksgiving in, like, I think it's like seven or eight years. Dude, nice. Are you doing the whole turkey thing? Yeah, I'm very excited. Oh, yeah, we're doing a bunch of food. Are you hanging like a Braves banner? Because I had a Braves flag come in. I thought it was a small flag, but it's a full-on flag, World Series champion flag. And I have nowhere to put it. Like what? Like like how big? Like what are we talking about here? Full like, on big work. flag. Okay, so you couldn't like 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 a flagpole flag. Yes. Just for those listening who care about the Braves, I talked to Ben this week and I said, "Are you worried about Freddie's extension?" And his response was, "Whatever, we won the World Series." Yes, I do not run from that. I feel that way. You just you. So you're just in a total Zen mode. I'm so happy. I got to see it. I love Freddie. I want so Freddie to be here forever, but they won. I have not I have not bought any title merchandise yet, not for any particular reason. I mean, I'm not used to such things because I'm an Atlanta sports fan. Right. And it happens like once every, you know, 30 years. Um, but I have been wearing – I have four or five different Braves hats of all different kinds. And I've basically just been wearing a Braves hat every day. I was in New York this past week, wore a Braves hat every day. Every day. 
I've been doing the exact same thing. You have to let them know. I also was in the airport a couple days ago and saw, and look, I have no animus towards the Houston Astros whatsoever. (laughs) I don't care. Like I I really don't care. It could have been anybody that we played just like in 95. I don't care about the Indians, the Cleveland Indians, you know, whatever. Um, Tried, tried so hard to establish eye contact with the dude in an Astros hat just to show dominance as if this was like, this. I was, a, I was an animal in the Serengeti. Yeah. I've done that exact same kind of stuff. The exact you just got to let them know. Yeah. You got to let them know. Here's the question. If I sent this flag to your son, would he hang it up in his room? Oh, definitely. We'd, I would make my wife display it somewhere more prominently because I am married to a St. Louis Cardinals fan. Again, Ben, you have to let them know. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to mail this to you because I know <laughs> oh, man. it will get put to good use. You'll have to send me a picture, and I'll, I want to see it because uh, yeah, it's massive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I woke the eldest up for the final out. Don't regret it. Um, I remember texting with you. had no idea how to celebrate. had no idea what to do. I've I seen, just cried. This is the second 40 years of my life I've seen two championships now and didn't know what to do. So just proceeded to drink the best bottle of bourbon that I owned until about 3 a.m. The problem was, did you just wake up and it's just a Wednesday in November and like, yes. you got to get the kids to school? And like, I, uh, it was not productive the next day. All I did was not buy a productive. bunch of crap. I bought the AJC. Oh, I went to Waffle yeah. House with a hangover, which was actually a pretty brave thing to do is to go to Waffle House with a huge hangover. You felt like you're a part of it. You go to Waffle House, you feel like you're a part of it. It works. Correct. All right. I'm yeah. going to send this flag to you and you're going to put it in your son's bedroom or just wherever you want to put it it's huge and then you got to take a picture because i want to see it and i want to know what the reaction from your wife is going to be because she's not going to like this at all it's huge no she's not yeah she's not she's been super super cool about the whole thing but i can tell the inner cardinals message is going to come back in the spring you hate to see it cardinals fans not liking the braves winning that's just terrible to see you hate it you just mm-hmm. hate to see it well she like her her honest answer is she is one that she loves me too i've suffered a lot see the falcons and then also it's not the Cubs. It's not the Cubs. They hate the Cubs the more Cubs. than we hate the Cardinals more than they hate the Braves. That's just the way it is. It's true. Oh, they don't care about yeah, no, they're no. fine with us. I guess. I don't know. I love making fun of their fans though. Okay, so I brought you on before Thanksgiving because I wanted to talk about the coaching. About the Braves. Yeah, the Braves. Of course. I want to do a full show about this. And actually people said something on Twitter. Let's Can y'all do, do a flagship? We can't go an hour talking about the Braves. I told you I'd keep you for fifteen minutes. At most, no, 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 not today. I oh, mean, okay. No, I, my life is my life is hell right now professionally because this is the busiest time of year. But yes. in the off season, yeah, absolutely. I'll okay. go, I'll, dude. I'll, I'll go a solid ninety. We will go a full hour at least talking about the Braves, and I'll somehow. Here's, the deal. Here, here's what I want. Here's what I want. This is my, you have to put this in. Don't cut it out. <laughs> there has to be a charity threshold met. Okay. So, like a food bank, maybe in Lafayette County or some something like that. All right. Okay. And if we'll come up with a number, and if the flagship listeners hit it, then I'll come on in here and talk about the Braves. I don't know how many people that listen to this show care, but we'll find out. Because that's why I've been hesitant to do it, because I don't know how many people would listen to an hour of us talking about the Braves. I don't know. Well, you know what? Maybe it just shows up on their feed, and they just have to deal with it. That's what's going to happen. Okay, so the coaching carousel right now. Yep. I know, you don't want, yeah, I know you don't want to talk about it, but this is all you're talking about right now, and this is why I got you on, because it's Correct. easy and you know about Correct. it. So what's going on with LSU, and will they ever get to the Lane Kiffin possibility? Really get to the Lane Kiffin possibility? No, I don't think they're going to get to the Lane Kiffin possibility, and I think that um, 
it's actually the same reason they're they're weirdly not involved in a Dave Aranda possibility is that there is this there's a strong strong belief around the program that Scott Woodward wants nothing to do with anyone who's ever been associated with Ed Orgeron or Les Miles. They want to start completely fresh and 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 change the program. Now, in the case of Dave Aranda, I think that's really stupid. And it's throwing the baby out with the bathwater. And, you know, obviously there's a chance that they could change their mind. I just think that, honestly, I think if Aranda goes anywhere, it will probably be westward. Um, but, it, you know, Lane Kiffin obviously has a, a pretty strong relationship with Ed Orgeron. I mean, they're in contact constantly. I don't know if Ole Miss fans know that. But, um, no, if, if Lane Kiffin departs Oxford, it will not be for Louisiana State. Where does LSU go? What's the floor? Matt Campbell? I don't think Matt – I think Matt Campbell's a great coach. I don't know if he's an SEC coach. Um, I don't know how much gangster blood he has. I mean, you have to be, a, you have to be an out-and-out gangster in this, in this league. Um, you know, you can read into that however you choose. I think that sort of excises Matt Campbell, and I think that, like, to a certain degree, you know, Luke Fickle, the name that comes up all the time, I think Luke Fickle would just rather – Yeah, I, I think he would fit at Ohio State or maybe Notre Dame, but I don't know if he would want to come down to the Southeastern conference, nor do I blame him. So who are we looking at for LSU realistically? So LSU is like probably the hardest to gauge right now because, uh, you know, since or really before Orgeron was fired because they went out on a win, basically after the Kentucky loss, the narrative, let's call it, inside the industry was that they were going to make Jimbo Fisher say no. And depending on who you talk, you know, who you speak with, Scott Woodward, who's one of his very close friends has already made him say no multiple times. There are people who, and, and even I have a tough time believing this, but then I go to people who are, you know, obviously more connected than me and who are a part of, you know, the coaching industry. They say, you know, they're going to, tr- they're going to keep trying. They're, they're going to push uh, until they get an absolute no from Jimbo Fisher, which I do think is coming soon. And then they're going to have to go to a number two candidate. They're going to also have to do this pretty quickly because you don't fire a coach in October and then not have someone lined up immediately after Thanksgiving. So the number two is, is the big question here. You know, there are legit names associated with it. And then there's some that I think are just kind of silly like Kiffin, but um, some combination of Mel Tucker, Mark Stoops and Lincoln Riley have been bandied about Um that's that that that's a decent summary of I think the, the the pool after Fisher. Why is Mark Stoops not a hotter candidate for everywhere? Because I think there's this weird there's this thing about young coaches and dynamic coaches and and, and I think we're seeing a transition and it's going to take a little time where fans and boosters are going to have to get smarter about football and understand that the, the hot young coach or the hot young offensive coordinator is not always the best pick. And it, 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 they were the dominant choice for the better part of a decade. And then, like, you have Sam Pittman, who gets hired by Arkansas, and it was kind of it was kind of like the butt of a joke there for a while, you know, like a just who is this guy? Uh, he's this like old veteran offensive line coach comes over from Georgia, you know, never thought he'd be a head coach, and then what does he do? He sets Arkansas on fire, basically. So there is a kind of grumpy resentment i think inside the industry that media and even athletic directors just sort of expect this it's always going to be the hot young dynamic coach i think veteran coaches like stoops 
I mean, look, there's there's proof that you can win in this conference, and then there isn't. And if you can show proof that you can win in this conference, you're head and shoulders above other candidates, even if you don't win the press conference in the first month. Florida Billy Napier right now is that we're kind of focused on? Yeah, I would set I would set odds on Billy Napier in the lead right now for sure. That you would have some similar names involved with LSU in that pool. Um, I think Stoops would probably actually fit better at Florida to be honest with you. But I think I think right now it, Napier feels like he's in the pole position. I've heard that despite his contract extension with Penn State, that James Franklin's still talking to LSU. Well, the, the contract extension is kind of strange. It, 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 I know it looks like one thing, but if you actually read it, the, the buyout is not prohibitive. It's not insane. It, it, it's structured on a kind of friendly level for both parties. So I think that was done for a little bit more PR than anything else. I don't really feel like James Franklin can uh, – Yeah, I, I don't think he's going to be able to be that next head coach anywhere after announcing that deal. Like I, I don't – that would seem incongruent based on his new representation at CAA. Does Brian Harson stay at Auburn? Maybe. I'm going to go with a solid maybe. Um, you know, it's not gone well. And I don't mean really mean that by wins and losses so much. It's just, there were, it was funny. Like you can create a checklist of things you would be worried about when a lifelong, you know, West coast guy, and he had some experience. He was an OC at Texas. People, I mean, it, it happened a long time ago, and he was spent a year at Arkansas State. But like, there was all the concerns that you had when the guy who was at Boise for so long comes into the SEC. You know, can he recruit? Can he manage the staff? Can he handle all the off-field stuff? Like, that's where he struggled the most, to be honest with you. And he was never the consensus pick in the first place. You know, he was never the guy they really wanted. Because that that booster core and fan base are so fractured. That person is Kevin Steele. Yeah, and I don't know if that's ever going to happen, even if Harson were to leave. Um, I mean, the biggest thing is there's questions about his vaccination status, and obviously in the state of Washington, people care about that. That's the job where he's always like mentioned with the most. USC Dave Aranda. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I think Dave Aranda would be their first pick. I would not rule out Dave Aranda staying at Baylor. They, that's a place where they will financially commit to what you want if you can show them proof of concept, which he has done. So I would not, you know, USC I think is an arguably a better job, especially for a West Coast guy. But I could also see him staying at Baylor. I mean, there are, there have been alarm bells about USC for for years, for years. I, I would not expect him. I would not expect it to be any different. We'll get right back to Stephen Godfrey and this talk of champions extra after I tell you briefly about BNA Bank and Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford, two proud sponsors of Talk of Champions. BNA Bank is celebrating 125 years of local banking. For generations, BNA Bank has been a stable fixture in Northeast Mississippi, supporting and investing in our local small businesses, local schools, local community events, local charities, and so much more. At BNA Bank, we believe in our local communities, businesses, and organizations because we are a local business, too. Thank you for choosing to bank local with BNA Bank. What's your schedule looking like this fall? Don't answer that. I already know. Ole Miss football Saturdays, right? It's all back, and you're going to be there. But when you're making those trips, why not go in style? In the dream car, truck, or Jeep you've always wanted. Well, the only place to go for your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep is Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford. 
from new and used sales to parts and service. Allen Samuels of Oxford aims to provide a truly stellar automotive experience. And what separates Allen Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from every other dealership is Allen Samuels aims to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. They're going to get you into your dream car at a price point you can afford, and the process is going to be as seamless as possible. Most everyone who's listened to this podcast should know by now. I only vouch for sponsors I truly believe in. Well, Alan Samuels has been with me the longest. I myself have bought a car from Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford, and there's no better car buying experience. Make sure to ask for Byron or Mason and tell them that Talk of Champions sent you so that you can take advantage of any one or more of the services Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford provides. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. It's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford at 2201 East University Avenue. That's just past Kroger. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford. Let's be friends. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage. But intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Does Mario Cristobal like, move? I wouldn't rule him out at Florida, but I also like, I think people are underestimating that he gets pretty much what he wants at Oregon. And that, you know, they, they had a pretty, I, I, everyone had kind of talked about Mel Tucker and Ohio state last week and how Tucker made it look bad. But like, I feel like, you know, Cristobal has, has really pushed this whole narrative of Oregon being a physical football team. that's akin to the SEC. And then Utah just pushed them around, just absolutely embarrassed them basically playing the version of football that I think Oregon kind of wants to. And I'm not saying that hurts crystal ball from a, it doesn't really hurt his job prospects, but it, it definitely feels like an unfinished job out there. Um, I know he wants to get back into the league eventually. And I know he would love to compete with Saban. Um, I wouldn't rule him out at Florida, but as of right now, I don't, I don't really, you know, I, I, I think we're underplaying the value of Oregon. Does Miami come open? Does Arizona State come open? I would vote. I I, I would put better odds on Miami opening than Arizona State, um, but I think they both have a chance to. I feel more confident about Miami opening than I do Arizona State right now. Do you think I'll be covering a coaching search in a week or two? 
if Miami opens, I think there's definitely a possibility. I, I can tell you that Lane Kiffin is not a candidate at Florida. Um, and obviously, like, you know, the LSU thing, no. Miami feels like there's there's potential and possibility there. Um, they need to kind of overhaul. You know, there's pretty big questions in Coral Gables. Obviously, they would need an athletic director. They're, I really, really don't see them going into the situation with – that level of uncertainty and all the key places for support around the football program. So they would have to have a lot of these, a lot of these bigger questions cleared up um, and then have a plan and then have the money. Um, you know, the state of Florida is down in general with the big three. So if, if Miami could be organized, I think it's a possibility, but you know, there is a chance that Manny Diaz can hang on for a year, especially if they, if, Miami ends up having kind of a slow played athletic director search. Now, if they've got someone ready to go, I think we would find out pretty soon and they would make a move pretty quickly, but we'll see. When do all these big jobs get settled? Um, so any job that, well, let me give you, actually, let me say this. So, well, any job that came open early, ideally you would want to have it settled as soon as possible, which really means after the candidate's done playing the regular season. So we're talking about as soon as you'll hear things Saturday night all the way into Monday morning. But take Dave Aranda, for instance. Let's say he's the pick at a place like USC or Washington, just just as a hypothetical. If Oklahoma State wins Bedlam this weekend, then technically – or not technically, but I mean Baylor would go to the the Big 12 championship. And I would say that a guy – I mean I can tell you pretty emphatically a guy like Dave Aranda is not just going to bolt – if it was a bowl game, he's gone, right? You know, if it's the Alamo Bowl, he, yeah, my guy's gone. But, like, it, I don't see Dave Aranda walking out the week of a conference championship game. He's not going to do that. So then they would have to wait even further. So I think if you see, like, USC specifically not make a move, and, you know, it's because Baylor's in the Big 12 championship game, it gives you a pretty strong indication of which way they're headed. Is it fair to say that Lane Kiffin is a hotter coaching candidate in the media than he is in the actual rooms for these jobs. I think right now that's, a, yeah, I think that's fair, fair to say. Yeah. Okay. Um, that changes with, you know, depending on which jobs are open, but right now I think there's his name gets attached to just everything under the sun. And I just, I mean, you and I, we, I'm just, if you're in the industry, you know, that's not the case. He's going to be sought after. And, you know, the thing I keep hearing is, so look at Cliff Kingsbury and the job that he's done with Kyler Murray and even Colt McCoy this year in Arizona. You know, there's why, you know, if Lane is this prodigy that everyone makes him out to be as an offensive playing call, play caller, why would he not be paired with the right GM and the right defensive coordinator and then not have to worry about recruiting, not have to worry about all the college stuff that he, you know, I don't think he has a ton of interest in. So I, I could definitely – he's not long for Oxford. You know, this is not going to be a lifer coach or a guy that – I mean, if, if you and I were betting our houses right now, I don't think we – Lane Kiffin's here in three years. But I think that it may not just be – you know, I don't think – it's funny. Like, I was thinking about this. When – you could probably answer this better than me, and I'll leave you at this. Like, I was a freshman in Oxford – the first year that Cutcliffe was there. So like the, the whole Tommy Tuberville thing was still treated like a war crime. 
like everyone was just aghast, you know, because he went to an SEC West rival and all this stuff. And I think about how much time has changed in 20 years where people just don't, I don't know. I, I guess I could be wrong. Like maybe people would just be absolutely gutted if he went to Florida, but I, I don't think so, man. I think people would just move on. I think there's a lot of people far more than there aren't that would feel that way. Not because they don't love Lane Kiffin, just because they understand the circumstances that surrounded hiring him and what they were getting. They want Lane Kiffin to stay, but I think the vast majority of people believe that he's not long for Ole Miss. Yes, he could be here for next year and the year after that. Yeah. And I think it's more likely than not that he is here at Ole Miss next year. But I do think that Ole Miss fans kind of get it at this point. And they know that the job would be a sought-after job. I feel like Ole Miss would have a good candidate pool. Now, the candidate pool is shallow in well, general, but I feel like the job would be coming. Yeah, this is, I don't know if this is the year you want to be looking, but also if you're Lane, this is the year you want to be looking because he's, he's going to have a high note, provided that – I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think they win the Egg Bowl. Like everything, everything from the weather report to the circumstances to the injuries that they've sustained on offense throughout the year – to the way that Mississippi State plays second half defense. Like if I'm picking that game, I'm picking Mississippi State probably by seven to ten points. But if they do win that game, then he's, you know, they're they're gonna be in a major bowl game and he's gonna be able to go out and sell himself in a big way. So I don't know. Um he wants to push it. Like based on what Ole Miss has and what Ole Miss has coming back, and you and I have talked about this off the air, like you know, he's not going to be the tip on the tip of everyone's tongue if Ole Miss is rebuilding next year and floating around 500, which is possible. It all depends on the portal in that scenario, but yes, that is possible. Handicap it before yeah, I let you I go. Do you, do you think he's here or not next year? I think it's 500 right now. I mean, I think it's 50-50, I should say. Okay. Miami is the only job right now where I see – a threat. I mean, he's not going back. Everyone jokes about this kind of stuff. He's not going back to USC. He's not a factor in the two open SEC jobs. Um, you know, I don't think he's he's not going to leave Ole Miss for Virginia Tech. Um, you know, if Miami opens, I think that there, that's an issue. And then also, I, I think that there is there's a there's there's a significant percentage above zero that the NFL would be interested in him, especially the way that those offenses are evolving. I agree. Like I just had it. I, I had it explained to me by someone in the league, like or someone who knows someone. Yeah, someone in the league, basically, like trying to be diplomatic and also hide my sources. Like, what's the difference between the Lane Kiffin's prowess as a play caller and someone like Eric Bieniemy, right, or mm. or anyone on the Sean McVay staff, right? They're essentially the same. And what we're seeing now at the professional level is a much, much greater respect for what probably even 10 years ago would have been called collegiate play calling style, you know, or that, or, or someone would use it as a pejorative for like Kansas, like Kansas city is running a college offense, you know, that that kind of thing. So I I think that there's no reason Lane couldn't go to the NFL. For the longest, I heard the biggest threat was the Miami Dolphins. That's what I kept hearing. Just watch out for the Dolphins. Watch out for the Dolphins. Because of Tua? Because of where it is, how things were going for Brian Flores, Tua, just everything. Just that's what I kept hearing. Well, the thing with the, I mean, the thing with the NFL is that the the teams are almost, almost interchangeable. It's a copycat league. There's no rhyme or reason for Matt. 
yeah, there's no reason for Matt Rule to go to like you would have never guessed Carolina specifically when he went. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just about his resume and then getting into an advantageous position in the league. It's really not the city or the franchise in most cases. It's just what is the roster situation, what is the GM situation, and are they amenable to my style? Like it's pretty much that. It's not like you could say. Like everyone's like, well, he's got a house in Miami. I'm like, well, okay, half the NFL has a house in Miami or Atlanta. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. like the play, half the players and coaches in this freaking league have a place somewhere in Florida or somewhere near Atlanta or somewhere near Charlotte because they like warm weather and they want to go golf. Like it doesn't mean anything. So <laughs> I don't know if he still has a house in Miami. I'm just assuming. Well, he does, so. definitely has a house down in Florida. I just can't remember where. It might be in Boca. I don't know. He goes down to the boat a lot. Probably in Boca. Yeah. Right, FAU, yeah. In Boca. That'd be like I mean, me saying, I live in Memphis because I live in New Albany. Boca to Miami is a okay. long drive, you know? Stop connecting that dot for I people. Yeah. That is a good point. I don't think he would be head coach of the Miami Dolphins just because he has a house in Boca. <laughs> exactly. That's it. All I right. mean, if that's the case, then, then if that's the case, tell everybody it's Leach because then, you know, Leach is in QS. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is it is very silly. It makes me laugh. Yeah, um, but I do. Yeah, I don't think he's an old Miss for the long term. But the, my question, I will actually leave you with this now. I have to go do holiday things. Is Ole Miss better for it if he leaves this year? Why? Why am I asking the question? Wait, what? What was the question? I kind of got lost there. Is Ole Miss better for it having oh. Lane Kiffin? I thought you said, will Ole Miss floor it? I thought you said, would Ole Miss needs to floor it? I was like, I don't don't know what you're saying to me. Um, uh, No, is is Ole Miss better for it it with with having hired Lane Kiffin? And and people are going to confuse that and get mad at me on whatever message board. They're going to say, like, I'm not talking about – I did not ask, is Ole Miss better for having fired Matt Luke? I'm saying, is Ole Miss better for having Lane Kiffin these years? Yes. Like, Like, what will they have in the long term? They were dead in the water. I'm asking, like, I'm, they were they were dead in the water, and he immediately made them nationally relevant again. That was worth everything. Okay. Saved the economy in Oxford too. Okay. Yeah. No matter what yeah, happens, I mean, one way or the other, I think he's going to be back next year, just because I feel like it's trending that way. But even yeah. if he were to leave, I do feel like it was well worth it, just because of where the program was, where the economy was, the lack of interest, the apathy, and only one guy could bring everybody back in one fell swoop, and it was him. Yeah, that's true, because I think he's fixed more problems than even a head coach could mm-hmm. because of the mismanagement of the entire athletic department before he got there. And I'm not talking about uh, uh, Keith. I'm no, talking Keith, about yeah. everything before that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think you could say that the lane effect has like a – yeah, I got, okay, all right. I'll uh, buy it. I convinced Stephen Godfrey. I feel like I accomplished something today before Thanksgiving. He's Stephen Godfrey at 38Godfrey on Twitter, National College Football Writer for SB Nation. Thanks, my friend. I appreciate you. Braves won the World Series. Is your wallet a little lighter than usual after the holiday season? Consider it money well spent because you deserve to live your best life and the Chime Checking Account wants to help you live yours to the fullest. A little extra money goes a long way, which is why the Chime Checking Account has tons of benefits that millions of members love, like fee-free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and access to over 60,000 easy-to-find and fee-free ATMs. You even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit, all while managing your money on the go, including sending and receiving money fee-free with friends that aren't even on Chime. Sign up for Chime today for you and your wallet. Get started at Chime.com goals 24. That's Chime.com goals 24. 
Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.